two homo in training. My name is JIA. Hi, I am Leslie. No song? No song. I'm not. I'm not. I'm glad I got the second chance <laughs> to cut. And we're homo in training, and it's a variety show podcast where we switch topics every week, but every Friday we stick to one topic, which is Avatar The Last Airbender, or as we like to call it, bald headed ass bitch. And shit. this is not gonna be like Wednesday episodes. We're just going to ask a quick get to know me question and then jump right in. Okay. So, Leslie, you have a very controversial question for the children. Yeah, I do. The question is before you brush your teeth, uh-huh. do you wet the toothbrush first or you just go in the raw dog? <laughs> <laughs> Dry ass fucking toothbrush. So, so, and, and so, okay, be careful with your answer. So, when you go and grab your toothbrush, right, before you put toothpaste on, do you wet it and then put the toothpaste on or do you just, it's dry and you like put toothpaste and then go for it? I'm going to be controversial. <gasps> Literally, when I, when I When I get my toothbrush, I put the toothpaste on, and then I wet it. What's the point of that? To wet the toothpaste? You're talking about no judging. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Bitch, we just talked about not judging. Um, okay. Yeah, so technically dry, but it doesn't go in my mouth dry. Oh, that's, <laughs> not, <laughs> the that's not the first time. <laughs> okay. What um, about you? I wet the toothbrush. And then you put... And then I put toothbrush. But doesn't the inside of your toothpaste get all wet? It's going to be wet anyways. It's going inside my mouth. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, you know how um, you have the toothpaste cap? Yes. Like, when you brush the bristles against the cap to get the thing off, doesn't the water get all in the thing when the toothbrush is wet? I don't, I don't think about that. I'm going to tell you why I wet it. I'm going to tell you why I wet it because there's constant bacteria flowing everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I wet the toothbrush because then I have a sense and feeling that the toothpaste sticks better. Okay. All there right. is a thought process to okay. this. Okay, she has OCD. Okay, good to know. Yes, not diagnosed. Though. Another okay. things, dyslexia, <laughs> OCD. She loves to self-diagnose. I'm like an alphabet bitch. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. All right. Um, what did Angel say? Did he say anything? I don't even think he answered. I don't even think he brushes his teeth. Dude, I don't think that bitch has teeth. <laughs> First the hair. Down. First the hair down with teeth. <laughs> All right, bitch. Let's go. Can you please recap for us folk? Yeah, the dumb please. folk. <laughs> this is dumb, dumb, stupid folk. <laughs> oh, you need a cheat sheet, huh? <laughs> you want me to do it? It wasn't Zuko alone. It's called the Chase. It wasn't Zuko alone. The Zuko alone is the last one that released. But the last one we oh, recorded was the Chase. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So last episode, the team is sleepy. Mm-hmm. Sleepy babes. Yeah. And they're being chased by some fucking tank. Yeah. And while they're fleeing, Katara and Toph are not getting along. They're not getting along. Toph is not pulling her weight, mm-hmm. and Katara thinks that she should be put in her place. Mm-hmm. And I know one's fire and one's earth, bitch, but I'm saying fire and fire, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh. And then somehow Zuko's there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Zuko's there. Uncle Iroh's there. A whole bunch of mess happens. Turns out Azula and her gang, fucking May and Ty Lee, are chasing down the Avatar. Shit gets wild when Aang meets up with the Zula. They go head to head. Zuko jumps in, fucking tap me in, bro. And Tylee and May take on Sokka and Katara. It's just, it was a messy. It was bad. A, they damaged a lot of, a lot of uh, infrastructure. Yeah. And then when the whole fight is happening with Azula and fucking Aang and Zuko, pretty much some shady shit happens. Azula shoots Uncle Iroh. 
and now he's on the ground, pretty much dying, and that's where we left off. That's true. I actually um, am scared for Uncle Iron because he's old. <laughs> he may die. <laughs> okay, bitch. So let's start the episode with Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh's it's, fucked up. It starts with like a vision of him playing with the little boy. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the little boy is? It's his son. Yeah. No. Who passed away? And it shows another vision of him at his son's grave, mm-hmm. pretty much saying, see you soon. And it turns out that was like a little fever dream he was having. Um, and he wakes up in some fucking like blown up shack or mm-hmm. gross. Whatever <laughs> hotel they're in is not. Some little house in the prairie. <laughs> Zuko's like, hey, like, you know, you've been knocked out you've ever. Been, s- yeah. You've been unconscious since you were attacked. Yeah, by Zula, and he's like, that's on brand. She needs to be taken down. Yeah, because uh, Zuko's just like, I know you're going to say family forever, but like someone needs to do something about her. And he's like, no, absolutely. Actually, we're packed. Yeah, (laughs) he's like, we need to bring her down. Like, I was waiting for you to say something. And he knows that in order for Zuko to beat Azula, he's going to have to train him to outbeat her. And one of the main things that Azula uses... Well, not main things, but I guess one of the more deadlier things that she uses is lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zuko is an eager beaver to learn about lightning. But before, Uncle Iroh's just like, the only way that we can do any of this is if you're calm. You can't have this idea in your head like, I gotta learn this now. We have to defeat her today. Like, chill out, bro. Nothing's gonna get done unless you're relaxed. Yeah. And he makes them some tea. Chill, dude. When he's showing Zuko a little bit more about lightning, what does he tell him about lightning? It is the yin and the yang. It's all balance. You can't command the lightning. You are the lightning. You have to humbly direct it. Yeah. Guide he's it. like, once the lightning has been created, you cannot. You can't be out here shooting it. You just have to let it. Basically, you're like a vessel. You have mm-hmm. to just let it go where it needs to go. So whenever they're trying to create lightning, is the whole goal is to separate these two energies. To create the lightning. The spark. What you're doing as a vessel is you're trying to get them back together. You're using whatever is inside of you to make sure that these two opposite energies can work together for a common goal, creating So lightning. you're using your own energy? You, you're you using it to separate them. Okay. Essentially, why I wanted you to pick up on that is because, um, I don't know if you listen to my science episode. You say you do, but... I do. What did I say about how does lightning create it? Okay, you <laughs> need to stop. That was an episode a long-ass time ago, but every time it hits something... Something happens. Here she goes. Yeah. So what happens in, and you guys should listen to my lightning episode. It's my science. Maybe you should revisit it too. Uh, (laughs) What happens is there are positive and negative ions. That's what I guess. Shut the fuck. Don't even. Do not even. Um, Whenever those positive and negative ions separate, it creates an imbalance in the cloud and the cloud is trying to get balanced again. Mm -hmm. So what happens is the negative and positive connect causing the lightning okay so sometimes the ground will be all negative Mm -hmm. and the cloud is positive and it touches the ground Mm -hmm. it depends on where the imbalance happens so for them to use that in avatar to explain how lightning is created scientifically makes sense lightning is created when you separate these two ions and you try to connect them together again that's what lightning is okay and pretty much uh what uncle iroh does is he generates lightning uh-huh. and he does a really big old explosion yeah and he's it like, looks like he's done this more than once zuko's hard he is turned on he is like i want that so i was like okay try it but you have to chill out uh-huh. what happens it literally backfires on him literally blows up in his, his face. Fucking face it's like bitch you want another damaged eye Uncle I are so disappointed, he just nods his head. 
He's like, this little witch didn't listen to anything. He's obviously not calm. He's like, this bitch is so not calm that this shit backfired on him. And cut to Aang, um, which is kind of the main story of this episode. But Aang is excited. He wakes up early. Because he is ready to get to work. Yeah. Um, he's annoying everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Sokka's trying to sleep and Aang won't let him. He's just like, hey, hey, cutie. <laughs> hey, big head. Hey, big head. Today's my big day. And Sokka's like, mm, I'm trying to sleep. And then Toph wakes up. He's like, all right, bitch. <laughs> Training day. And she's essentially telling Ong like, this is how you're supposed to stand. Like, you're supposed to essentially... Be a rock. Like, you're going to yeah. be worried. Like, he's like, earthbending is not like airbending. He's like, there's not just, like, different angles. He's like, you just have to take it head on. And your stance has to be, like, like lit. Because if not, you're going to get toppled. And so she essentially, you know, does some some earthbending. And then he tries it. And obviously he gets toppled. And Katara, because obviously she loves her man, says, like, hey, you know, like, you need to be a little bit like nicer to him because I've been training him, you know, with the water bending, and he really works well with like positive affirmations and like gentle nudges. And Toph's like, "Okay, I'll take that gentle nudge." And then he's like, "All right, twinkle toes." Yeah. And so you could say that Toph is like a she's one of those instructors or one of those teachers that is just like direct and maybe tough, yeah. you know, but does care that you get it, just won't show it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... And doesn't have time for bullshit. No, doesn't have time for bullshit. So, you know, she's making him do all these exercises to really get this earth bending down. Um, and he seems to be getting it towards, like, the end where he's like, okay, like, I'm becoming one. Like, I'm, I got my stance on. I'm coming rock hard. Yeah. Toph is like, okay, face the rock head on. Yeah. So throughout the whole training, you know, Aang is... Yeah, he's getting the hang of it, but it's difficult. Mm-hmm. He's not catching it on as quickly as he did with water. Mm -hmm. Because remember when he was doing water, he outdid Katara the moment she showed him how to wave his hands. He got it on pretty quick, yeah. Why do you think he's having a hard time with this element? Oh, the yin and the yang. (laughs) You're so funny. Yeah, they're opposite. Okay, they're opposite, yeah. Just like fire is opposite of water. Water, okay. Air and earth are opposite of each other. Okay, yes. Because, like you said, be a rock. And to be an airbender, it's to be light on your feet. Yeah, you buddy. Quick, light, like a feather. Yeah. Okay, okay. Go with the wind. You know, like, um, in Legend of Korra, they do this uh, really cool exercise where they have, like, this place that has these doors that move. Mm -hmm. So the doors are moving and... They're like, be like the leaf. Mm-hmm. And then they grab the leaf and then the leaf just kind of goes through the doors. Mm-hmm. And as an airbender, you're supposed to just go with the air. That's why when you're flying, when he flies, you're supposed to be one with the air in order to move with it. If you're going against it, that's how you get the fucking turbulence on planes. Yeah. Because we're going against it. Yeah, it's almost like that really famous, like, cool boxer. He's like, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali did a lot of lot of work out there. But yeah, it's almost like, yeah, you, you got to... He's trying to be Muhammad Ali. He, that's what I'm getting. That's what I... I that's, that's why that quote came up. But the title is called Bitter Work. Okay. Which is... Get apparent- better, not bitter. <laughs> Have you guys heard our Get Better, Not Bitter episode? But um, the, the episode title apparently is a direct translation of the Chinese characters for Kung Fu. Technically, when you see Kung Fu right now in Chinese, it doesn't actually spell Kung Fu. It translates to bitter work. But do you remember in the beginning, we were naming all these different martial arts styles? Yeah. What martial arts style does Earthbending have? Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Yeah. Okay. 
wow, full circle. They really like throwing those in there, huh? Isn't that cool? They got you thinking. Yeah. yeah that is very interesting. So then, like you said, the last stage is that he has to face this rock head on. Yeah. Blindfolded. Well, it wasn't blindfolded until Katara. Courtesy of his girlfriend, Katara. And now Aang is going to face this giant rock. And she's shitting his pants. Yeah, he's sweating bullets. So the seconds are being counted while that rock is about to hit Aang straight in the face. He's he like, I might be it. blindfolded, but I ain't no fool. I ain't no fool. He completely dodges it. He flies right out of there. And it's crazy because he flies out at just the right moment. So you knew where He knew it was. that it was coming. He knew where it was. He knew, like, he sensed it. So he used his senses and the vibration of the rock and earth, right, to know where it was. And he just doubted himself, second-guessed himself, and just didn't believe that he could. That's a little bit too realistic. Yeah. And so... <sighs> Toph comes up running and yelling and saying, you had everything right, you're just a pussy. Basically. Pretty much. And Aang is like upset at himself and is also just like, you're right, like, I just can't. Mm-hmm. And then Toph was like, you can do it. Kind of telling, I mean, yelling at him saying like, you ready to do it again? He's like, no. Yeah. He's like, I don't think I can. Yeah. Katara obviously comes with her soothing voice and says like, let's just like maybe water bend a little bit. You need a break and then you'll try it again when you're ready. Yeah. You know, which is sometimes you do need a break. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give him a break. <laughs> They're practicing and she's still inquiring more like, you know that you're the problem. And he's, he's like, like, I know. He's like, I know, but I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, you do see that that's like a problem. And she, she pretty much told her what we talked about is that it's his opposite element. So of course he's going to be having a hard time with it, but mm-hmm. he has to learn it. There's no if ands, or buts, bitch. No, yeah. It's essential for him to save the world. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I completely left off was Sokka. Sokka gets stuck in a fucking crack. Which I think is kind of... How does he get stuck? I don't understand. Like, just get out of there. I think he just falls in. I think he fell in and it just, like, he just got wedged. Yeah, he got Mm. wedged. It's like, get a bitch. Wiggle out of there. And I think it's because there's a crack in the earth. I think maybe the crack is moving. Oh, okay. So I think maybe, like, it moved and, like, got him stuck or whatever. But... Yeah. But he runs into the cutest little miniature cow. Like moose cow? Moose cow. It is so so cute. cute. So cute. The the little calf is like berating him. (laughs) Making fun of him. And Sokka decides to give up meat and sarcasm. Yeah. And so then, that like, goes his character. And then the little cow's like, okay, let me give you this apple, but I'm not going to give it to you. He's like, I'm going to make you like blow it your way. It's, it's so not cute. jokes. It's literally so, so cute. cute. And as Aang is meditating, he's doing the very famous ohm, which is like the connecting sound, I guess, of like the whole universe, like all condensed into one, Energy. which love the u- that. Yeah, the universal sound. Who comes to, to get him riled up? Toph. Toph is like, hey, Aang, I found this sack of nuts. With his little basil on it. it and like, yeah. I hope you don't mind. And I'm going to eat them. And he's like, oh, actually, I don't mind sharing anything. He's like... All right, yeah, because you weren't going to do anything about it anyways because you're a little wussy. And I also found this really good nutcracker, and it's his staff. Yeah. And Aang's like, wait, can you, like, first of all, this is a vintage. This is an antique. Can you not? And she's like, nope. Cracking those nuts and literally walks away while hitting the staff on every rock she could find. She's going to break that ship. And, of course, Aang is extremely pissed off. He runs away. Well, he's meditating, and Katara's like, hey. And Aang's like, what? I'm meditating. And Katara's like, hey, like, it's almost sundown. Like, I haven't seen Sokka. Like, we should go look for him. And he's like, oh, we should, let's split up and we'll find him faster. And then he runs into Sokka and Sokka's like, thank God you're here. Earth bend me the fuck out of here. And Aang, of course, gets slow. He's like, I can't. Look away. Don't look at me. He's like, I can't. He's like, what? Sokka's like, 
I'm hungry and I can't move. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. But Aang is going to get into this whole sob story of why he can't do it. And I'm like, girl. And then we also have then Uncle Iron. Yeah. Yeah, cut to Uncle Iron and Zuko. Do you remember that conversation that they're having? So Zuko keeps trying effortlessly and futilely trying to do the lightning thing. And he can't. Mm -hmm. He can't. And his aunt is like, listen, dude, like I thought this would happen and it is happening is like you're not going to be able to successfully you know um project this lightning because you have a lot of turmoil he's like what turmoil (laughs) yeah he's like a lot of this anger he's like no i have a lot of pride he's like listen that's the rule baby like we need to talk about it because uncle iroh tells him like dude you're ashamed of yourself and that's where you're like, he's just like, I I don't feel like that. And Uncle I was like, no, dude, like, humility is the only true way to not feel ashamed. Like, mm-hmm. thinking that you're better than everybody is not going to help your shame. Uncle I was like, I'm going to show you a move that even Azula doesn't know because I made it up myself. And so he sits Zuko down for a little lesson on the elements. And Uncle Iron draws out the logo or, like, just the... What would you call the it? elemental signs. the elemental signs for water bending, you know, fire bending, air, and earth bending, and he gives them a little background of of each nation. And he's like, you know, you need to learn to appreciate all four of these because all four are connected to one. And he's like, this sounds a lot like Avatar shit. He's like, this is why the Avatar is so powerful because he connects to all four of them. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, this is as much part of of you as. This is a lot more connected to you than what you think you are. You just need to know how to appreciate them, respect them, and learn about the background of each nation and each element. He's like, as a matter of fact, this move that I'm going to show you is because I learned from waterbending. And he's like, so watch out, bitch. Yeah, and it's so cool that he talks about that you, you're you not going to become knowledgeable and powerful and humble until you learn about these other places because fire nation is always about domination being the best being on top but Uh they're actually not going to get anywhere if they don't start learning from each other which is an obvious thing about the world right right um but yeah he pretty much says it's in you you can you can be as powerful as the avatar if you also take those same Mm-hmm. Um, things, but it's funny that you say that he's connected because you'll see later on how more connected he is to the Avatar than you know right now. Mm. Uh, so Uncle Iroh is going to teach Zuko move that he learned from the Waterbenders, mm-hmm. and he's showing him how to redirect lightning. He shows him how you know our whole body's basically flowing with chi, which is like an energy life force. Yeah. And he shows him how to redirect the lightning through his arm into his belly, which is the sea of chi, out into his other finger, avoiding his heart. Because mm-hmm. if the lightning crosses his heart... You're dead! You're gone! He kind of teaches him a little bit about how waterbenders bend. Uh-huh. He says, like, there's defense and offense. They become the offense. So essentially, when they're competing... Not competing. When they're going against someone... They redirect their that person's energy back to them, mm-hmm. and so that's how you work with with the energy of chi and as water bending. Yeah, yeah. And Zuko gets a little too excited and is like, "Shoot me where it hurts." Uncle, I was like, "I'm not gonna shoot I'm you with not. lightning, bitch." I hope you never get have to use this. He's like, "What's the point of learning if I can't practice?" And I think Uncle Iroh's just like fed up i don't he's like you're not getting it like you're not getting it that like you need to become one with these four fucking elements you need to get rid of your fucking little pride and you need to hope that you never fucking have to use this move because 
imagine that you have to use a move where you have to be so concentrated that you have to avoid your heart. Yeah. You know, and it's like he's not getting it. He's seeing like power. He's seeing that fire bending mentality of just like, I want it. I want it. I got it. But also just the naiveness and then just the selfishness that, that Zuko just, you know, surrounds himself with, which he, he wants to win. He wants to beat and he wants to conquer. And that's just not what even the energy of like water bending is. So I think Uncle Iron's just like, this bitch is not going to get it. And how does the episode end with him? The episode ends with Zuko like at the top of the tippity-tippy mountain, Mount Everest, and is just yelling like, strike me, strike me. Because there's a thunderstorm. Because there's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's raining. And he breaks down and starts crying, you know. I think when you're so mad, um, I mean, I've experienced it. Maybe you've experienced it. When you're so mad, you just, all you have left is your tears. Mm-hmm. So you cry and you cry. And I think that will be helpful. And also just the fact that it's happening when it's raining, it's like a cleanse as mm-hmm. well. Like just rid yourself of, sure. of all that demonic, mm-hmm. chaotic energy and just, just be, yeah, just be what Uncle Iron says. Just like practice this humility and humble yourself down and know that you're not better than anybody. Like you're going through it. And like, uh, just accept it. Yeah, it's that pride. It won't the ego? The ego won't let him accept that. There's no going back. There's no going back, bitch. Like you need to chill, dude. So stay on that top of the mountain, crying as much as you need to. Let's end with the little story arc with Ang. So he is spilling his guts out to Sokka while he's stuck. Sokka is just like, <laughs> what do you say? Sokka's like, <laughs> um, like Ang's like, I'm just in a very like a rock and a hard place. And then you know, Sokka's like, huh? I know that feeling. And then he's like, yeah, it just makes me very uncomfortable. And Sokka's like, huh? Uncomfortable, you say? Like you're free and I'm oh fucking stuck. God. And then Ang sees his little friend. What is it called? Fucking something poopy pants. He named it foo 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 fucking yeah something poops mm-hmm. and. And he's like, oh, this is such a cute baby saber-tooth moose lion. This is such a cute mouse, yeah, saber-tooth lion. (laughs) And he's like, wow, a saber-tooth lion. He's like, yeah, it's hard to tell when they're babies. Like, you can't see their big-ass fucking teeth and horns. And then, sure enough. And lord and behold, they turn around and. There's his mama. Ma. Give me my child back. Aang is scared. Shitless. Um. He does these like airbending moves to kind of evade the mom, but he has to think hard on his feet. Like he's like, okay, me kind of evading the mom isn't working. I need to figure something out. So puts on his big boy pants on and uses Tuff's training. Yeah. To have a white stance and to face the moose uh, saber to tiger on. head on. Head on. And he does. And it works. Little mom's scared. Let me go fucking scream at my child because he came out of here and was spent way too much time out here with this human being. And Toph was there all along and Watch she's it. like clapping. And Aang's like, you were fucking there the whole time, little fucking little bitch. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you could have helped us. Like, I was in trouble. Did it? He's like, oh, it didn't occur to me. And so then, you know, Aang finally stands up to him. He's like, give me my stuff, staff back, little bitch. And then Toph's like, you're ready. Like, you're ready to earthbend. Like, you are an earthbender. Like, one, you stood up to that moose and you had that stance. And second of all, more impressive, impressive, you stood up to me. Yeah. He's like, you're ready. You can do this. Yep. And she does. He blows a rock away. He's an earthbender. Now, we're down to one last element. He has to learn fire. Who do you think will be his firebending teacher? Zuko. I don't know. I bet you. Azula. Uh, Azula. (laughs) (laughs) Hit it.